Take Back Your Health is brought to you in part by Fivita, premium organic hemp oil for everyday health. Visit us on the web at fivita.com. Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody. I'm back. We're back. Uh, Take back your health on Voice America. We have been renewed for another season. Thanks to all the worldwide listeners, all those in the United States, every city around the country and around the globe. Thank you very much for paying, uh, tuning in to this broadcast. Uh, Today's a great show because we have some exciting and important news information that is latest, 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 latest breaking news, as they would say on the television on health. Uh, aspects. Today, we're going to talk about an update. I was recently at a conference, and it's called P-Pod. You can go to prevention, uh, plant-based prevention of disease, but you can go to preventionofdisease.org, preventionofdisease.org, and you can actually go next year. It's for doctors, healthcare providers, and also the public, and it's very inexpensive. It's a nonprofit organization, just evidence-based information, no pharmaceutical input, no supplement input, just hardcore data from the scientists and doctors and researchers, life-changing event, life-changing information. Today, I'm going to share those, some of that highlights, and then over the series of next couple of weeks, I'm going to invite as many of those scientists and doctors uh, to the show so they can get into each of these topics just specifically in their area of specialty. But today, we want to cover the summary so everybody can get jazzed, and we want to see uh, we have a special guest, Theo. Hello, Theo. Can Hello. You, let me see if are you there. There we go. All right, Theo's here today, and we're gonna just we're gonna really have a crash course on information. And so, first and foremost, I want to talk about something very simple, and we're just gonna go very, very quickly because this is a show I want everybody to go back and forth and listen over and over and over again. So, one of the things we're talking about is what is the best type of diet, you know. Um, and that would be um, the best type of diet we're looking at is a whole foods plant-based diet. And we're going to talk about what is considered good, what's considered better, and what's considered the best. And for all our patients here at San Giovanni and all you listening out there worldwide, you should be striving for the best diet, not an average diet or a better diet, but the best. And since 60% of our patients in our practice now are cancer patients, we want to really just set the record straight, right? We want to put people in the best place for having an improved outcome of their health, not just with the cancer, but heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, colitis, Crohn's disease, dementias, you name it, all the top 15 diseases, we now will have the evidence to show. And then we want to basically put it out in the camp to everybody else who says differently, Where's the data? Where's the evidence? Okay. So one of the things just I want to talk about real quick is I'm going to show out some statistics because this is so amazing. Okay. They were presenting two large studies. One's called the Adventist Health Study and the other one's called EPIC. And it was EPIC. Okay. We're talking about 96,000 patients since 2002 have been tracked and another 65,000 patients since 1993. These are large, large studies, not just you know two or three people, not a case report, not even just some book that's been written off by a journalist or some ad hoc cardiologist, for example. But these are the results. On eating a whole foods plant-based diet, they had the lowest BMI, meaning body mass index. And we know that the better the normal body mass index, the lower your overall diseases of all diseases. Number two, Cardiovascular disease is down by 42%. 
42%. So if I had a drug, you know, that reduced your cardiovascular risk and events by 5%, it would be considered a blockbuster. It'd be probably eight to $13 billion blockbuster worldwide. Everybody would be taking this drug. Okay. Just by diet alone, hypertension, that means blood pressure, 75% lower. 75%. Diabetes type 2, 62% lower. Cancer rates, almost 20% lower in those people who eat a whole food plant-based diet. Cataracts, the clouding of the lens, that everybody gets cataract surgery, 40% lower. Diverticular disease, this is like your GI tract with the outpouchings and then people get colitis and inflammation from that aspect, 72% lower. Kidney disease, 52% lower. And kidney stones, 31% lower. So again, these are impressive data. Now, I want to talk about one simple study uh, talking about plant-based diets because we want to first start off with the main ingredient that we want to talk about that is lacking in all animal protein diets, keto, paleo, you name it, even the Mediterranean diet is a lack of fiber. And fiber is important because fiber helps with a lot of things. Fiber is a prebiotic that feeds the probiotics. It helps support your immune system. It helps slow down blood glucose. It helps lower the cholesterol levels, helps improve transit time and also helps your microbiome in terms of your immune system. 80% is in the gut. Now, one of the things is that fiber produces N-butyrate, which is the energy produce, production in the gut to help colon health. Now, in Africa, one of the speakers at this conference actually was being uh, Skyped in. Uh, he's in South Africa. Wonderful data. He showed that the Africans in Africa, we had a traditional African diet. That means no refined carbohydrates, real complex carbohydrates. And people need to understand what a difference between a simple refined carbohydrate like white breads, white flours, white sugars, and actually real like vegetables and grains and legumes and, and, and fruits, for example. Those are what we call complex carbohydrates. But those people in Africa, the, the Africans in Africa eating a traditional diet have the lowest, the lowest colon cancer rates worldwide. Okay. Less than one per 100,000. It's almost non-existent. Probably can get hit by lightning easier than actually getting colon cancer, okay? Now, why is it they eat the highest fiber diet in the world? Which is really impressive, okay? Now, what they did is they took this study where they took these Africans, they actually um, did a colonoscopy and biopsy of their colonic tissues. And then they actually fed them, they went to a food center and they fed them all the meals, a standard American diet cheeseburgers and ribs and you know lobster all the all the wonderful things that we think and also you know me and most people when we, when we come from a poorer country and we come here and we always are looking at western movies and we're looking at things we're looking at gosh you know american food i want to have a big mac i want to have all you can eat ribs you know i want to have finger licking good fried chicken for example so they fed these people two weeks standard american diet they repeat the colonoscopy and on the biopsy it already shows within two weeks precancerous lesions starting to develop Precancerous lesions starting to develop within two weeks of eating the standard American diet. Now, colon cancer rate is pretty high, right? I think it's like number three cause of death in America. Uh, I might be a little bit off right there, but men are a lot higher than women. And, and of course, there's different people in the country. The more slower your transit time, the more history of colon polyps and, and constipation, higher risk of colon cancer. But why this is increasing overall worldwide because of our standard American diet. And now importantly, this, this ketogenic fat, which is actually even lower, actually a lot of times in fiber is now being just exponentially being marketed. So now Within two weeks, then taking these people that already have precancerous lesions and going back to their standard plant-based diet, it reverses those diseases. So again, two weeks is all you need. Theo, what do you think about that? 
I'm not surprised because this has been uh, my life for the last couple of years. As you know, um, we've been proponents of food as medicine as a cornerstone in managing and treating a variety of diseases. And I had the pleasure of uh, working with several of these researchers you're talking about, including Dr. Hans Deal in the epidemiological study that is the ASH2 and the the Adventist 1 and the Adventist 2 study. He's actually the lead PhD uh, epidemiologist. So all this is like not new to me, but I have to tell you today, I'm actually at a level of frustration um, because it just what keeps showing up is this really bad fad. It's not like where you'd say, well, there's a good, better, and best diet and the standard American diet's the worst. Instead, we actually have to say there's a worse diet than a standard American diet. It's been proven in a large series of studies and it's called a ketogenic diet. And right. so, so it's so like- So explain to the, the listeners, because I, I, you and I get this. We, look, we read data, we follow things, and I see patients and you, you help coaching with patients as well. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's talk about this. When they look at overall, you know, on thousands, hundreds of thousands of patients and they look at morbidity mortality. That means like how your quality of life is and then how, you know, how soon do you die, right? right? In terms of longevity. And they have like the standard American diet, which is now considered like the worst diet, right? And then they have a ketogenic diet and then they had a plant-based diet. And explain the data outcomes because that's where sometimes people don't understand. Everybody's saying, oh, I got to starve my cancer. I got to, you know, def- I can't have highly refined carbohydrates or any kind of carbohydrates sometimes in that matter. Explain where, why that's so dangerous. Yeah, gosh. Uh, so there's so many elements of what you that I feel like you just opened up Pandora's box. So we're going to let a bunch of stuff out. And I think in order for people to understand uh, why why the conversation is so frequent is because um, there is if you type in the word uh, keto diet or ketogenic diet or like that, tell me when the first scientific study shows up. Is it about I don't know page maybe four, five, six, or maybe the twelfth page of results? It's all businesses. People are making millions of dollars by spewing or retelling, or maybe they believe something to be true. Whatever it is, they're positioning themselves and they're, and they're doing these things. But it, it, and the truth is, though, that that diet has actually been well studied because to be a ketogenic diet, to actually be to truly embrace that, you would have to test your blood. The device is $40. It's $5 every time you test it. And you would need to test it every day until you got to a point where you understood if your diet had, in fact, helped you to become ketotic or a state of ketosis. So in a state of ketosis, we're we're taking our fat, either through diet or what's already in us, and we're converting it for energy. And so really, this is about vanity. This entire conversation is we're an obese nation. We're gluttonous. We can't seem to stop eating. We just love to eat crappy, forest delicious foods that we think are foods and they're not. But at the end of the day, this idea of ketogenics and converting this as a fuel has been now touted as being the next breakthrough in cancer. But, but this is 2018. We've been studying this for a very long time. The term keto became popular maybe eight, 10 years ago, but this was actually studied when it was just a high fat diet. Because that's what most people are doing, right, Dr. Pye? Most people are not doing the whole like, I'm checking. For, no, most for, people don't. They buy products that say, hey, you don't have to do all this. Just, just drink this shake or just eat these things or take this and it'll be that way. But I just want to give the listeners real quick before we go to break, a simple a concept. I'll give you an example. So last year around this time, I had a, a young gentleman he was below the age of 30. So it's coming in around 28, 29. He was overweight. He was an IT uh, person, you know, working with computers, engineering computers, kind of technical issues. He was overweight. It was almost about 300 pounds. And so he, he picked up at the store some kind of, you know, keto blueprint primal book. And he went hardcore. He was like, I'm falling, falling, falling. So when he came to my office, you know, he looked really shredded. He looked like Brad Pitt. He had got, you know, ripped abs. He looked really healthy. 
And I couldn't really understand why I was here. I was looking at his chart, and then I was looking at the chart. I was looking at the diagnosis, looking at him. I was like, hey, something's wrong here. He's like, he showed me pictures. Like, oh, I used to be this much weight, and I lost all this weight, et cetera, et cetera. So I said, why? So why are you here? And he's like, well, because I have stage four colon cancer with metastasis. 28 years old, within one year of doing that diet. And we already know within two weeks, we see the pre-cancerous changes in the colon. So again, just want to stress right now, when we come back after the short break, we're going to talk about you know, improvements of how to lower the inflammation, how to improve your phytonutrients, your antioxidants. We're going to talk about microbiome and a lot of interesting data. We even talk about, a little bit about sexual health because you know, those people who think of the, about primal, they're actually going to have lower sex drive and actually higher erectile dysfunction. So again, we want to give a shout out. One of the things that I like to remember to remind all my patients and what I take every day is Glucan 300. Go to Pure Beta Glucan, get some of yours to understand what I mean by this. It's the strongest uh, beta glucan available for your immune health. And we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fiveta's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fiveta.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about life-changing breakthrough information on whole foods, plant-based diet, which is now considered the fact. There's no more. At the conference, interesting, there was a kind of a sub-discussion going on that within five years, you know, it's my opinion, by the way, as well, but some of the other doctors that, you know, physicians who do not recommend someone eating a whole food, plant-based diet will be complicit in their patient's disease and eventually be a form of malpractice, just like telling someone that it's okay to smoke when we now know that it's not 30 years later after 7,000 studies. So even now we have all the studies there, so the doctors are complicit because they themselves do not want to change. If you're seeing a provider that is not healthy, then maybe you should switch your providers. Or if they're trying to do the change, then I would say, hey, that's a good person because you know, lifestyle change is not easy, but it's also not easy having diabetes, hypertension, obesity, depression, cancer, you name it, right? So these are small little changes. Now, one of the things that I want to talk about is blue zones. You know, recently, we're looking at longevity. And in the blue zones, these are the places around the world. There's one in Greece. There's one in Costa Rica. There's uh, Italy, uh, you know, Okinawa, Japan. These are the people that live longer than 100 the centurions. There's common factors to what they call the blue zones. They, they all have a good sense of family. They all don't smoke. They have moderate physical exercise and activity, so they keep fit and active. They're not sitting on the lazy boy watching the game all day or just lazing around. Um, they all eat a plant-based diet, and they have a high amount of legumes. And that's one of the, the key things that they showed that if for every 20 grams of legumes, there was a reduction in mortality about 8%. Okay, And then you know, also with fiber, I think it's with every 5 grams of fiber, you decrease your cancer mortality 18% as well. So these are simple things, eating some beans and lentils and legumes and, and eating just more plant-based foods because plant has fiber. So one of the things I just want to talk about is what's protective about plant-based diets, by the way. Whole foods, that is, plant-based diets. Fiber, phytonutrients, plant enzymes, antioxidants, they're anti-inflammatory, they have plant sterols and stanols, pre and probiotics, and macro and micronutrients. Now, animal protein diets, unfortunately, is what we call a pathogenic diet. It actually creates disease. Okay, so it's not protective, it's pathogenic, meaning it creates disease. Trans fat has excess saturated fat, which we're trying to avoid. It has uh, something that stimulates, it's called NEU5GC. This is a new compound that the research now has been shown that when we get animal protein and we cook it, it this sugar molecule that's in the animal protein, it's not a refined sugar, it's in the animal protein, it has now been linked to actually have some carcinogenic effects and actually be one of the biggest uh, challenging factors there. TMAO, which is a metabolite in the gut, which has now been linked to cancer. All animal proteins are pro Oxidants. They're not antioxidants, they're pro-oxidant. And they have hormones, chemicals, uh, heterocyclic amines, and also endotoxins that cause disruption to the microbiome. So I just want to start off on that because those are certain simple things that people are talking about. Hey, you should be eating this type of diet. It's like, well, you cannot take a bone broth and heal your gut. That's a simple understanding of medicine, GI health, immunology, microbiome. If someone tells you to eat bone broth to restore your leaky gut, they need to go back to school or I would fire them, period. 
because they are complicit in your disease. There's no phytonutrients, there's no antioxidants, there's no fiber in bone broth, right? Any, any comments there, Theo? I know I'm kind of getting a little, a little strict here, but, but you know, I hear this every day. I got patients coming in. They're like, I got bone broth. I got a keto and cancer book. I'm doing all the stuff. I'm like, and this is why your cancer is getting worse. You know, we haven't talked about you know, chemo radiation or surgeries or natural <laughs> therapies. You cannot change your health unless your terrain is better. And until someone is actually truly healthy, then they, get, they have better response. If you get chemotherapy, if you do natural therapy, you'll always have a better response if your foundation of health is better. Right. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, some aspects. You know, one of the things that they were talking about is lifestyle changes. So this is all what we call, you know, our clinics called Sanjevani Integrative Medicine Health and Lifestyle Center for a reason. For 18 years, we understand that's a lifestyle change. So you want to start doing some slow changes daily. 70% colon cancer risk and stroke are, 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 are prevented by lifestyle change. 80% of heart disease, 90% of type 2 diabetes, all through lifestyle changes. Now, there's four lifestyle changes that they were looking at. Active being active, like with exercise and, and moving around, eating a healthy diet, non-smoking, and having a good BMI, like a regular body fat, less than 3% of the population has those four characteristics. Right? So this is why we're in the state of, of disaster, you know, an inflammation nation. This is why our healthcare is $4.3 trillion and people are still not healthy. Right? So now um, let's talk about a little bit about microbiome. What do you want to talk about, Theo? There's a lot of things uh. to talk about. Gosh, well, first of all, you can't have health without it because 80% of your immune system is modulated from your gut. And then everything that we do is violent to it in modern medicine. Uh, we use all overuse of antibiotics and everything else. So I think in the, in the microbiome, we look at, well, what's good for it, what hurts it, and what's neutral. As it turns out, almost nothing's neutral. And some things we can choose to do, obviously, support it. So prebiotics help to support what we consider to be good biota or bacteria that uh, defend on our behalf. And a lot of pathogens don't care about fiber. In fact, they'd prefer you didn't have any fiber in your diet. But what you eat can so quickly change your microbiome. I mean, you look at the ability, uh, I think it's, uh, was it uh, Ornish and uh, I can't remember her name. They published on that and they were able to uh, so significantly change the microbiome after just a few weeks or months of, uh, of a diet change, right? Yeah, but now we even have another study that came out more recently. Human gut microbiome rapidly responds to dietary changes. Four days only needed to start to change. So if you eat a, if you eat a standard American diet, ketogenic paleo diet, it increases biophila wadworthia, uh, mm-hmm. which, is, which is, again, part of the microbiome that actually triggers inflammation in the gut within four days. Again, remember, just in two weeks, they started precancerous lesions. So again, anybody saying you must eat these foods again, are really complicit in your disease. I mean, they should be sitting with you in your doctor's office as well, getting the treatment because they're just sending you along the same, same path. So we got to look at, you know, f- five grams of fiber every day. Now, remember, what has fiber in it? Not animal protein. So if I go and I, and I get nice, wild, Alaskan, you know, wild-caught salmon, does it have any fiber in it, Theo? No. Okay. No. What about pasture-raised organic eggs? Uh, rhymes with zero. No. Okay. What about grass-fed finished beef? No. No. Okay. No. What, what about raw milk? Nope. Wow. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> so just want to Wait, what about cheese? Is there any fiber in cheese? No. 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 So, so, so again, because everybody's like, oh, I need to eat the, this much amount of food. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of patients, even in my practice, who come in saying, hey, I'm trying to eat better. I'm trying to eat more Mediterranean. Right, so they're eating more wild-caught salmon. The problem is that still doesn't have the fiber. 
And remember, a lot of people who are talking about paleo diets now are, are saying, hey, well, we're healthy because we're eating this leaner, cleaner food, right? Like, you know, grass-fed, finished, wild-caught, and they're eating some seeds and nuts, but they're not getting to the 35 to 40 grams of fiber that you need a day. Why? Because if you're eating all this other animal protein, there's no way you can eat all the other types of fruits and vegetables that you need, you know, 10 servings a day, roughly of vegetables and fruits, because you'd be full. You'd be eating a bucket of chicken, you're done. You're like, I can't even eat the sides after a bucket of chicken. And those sides don't even have fiber anyways. But anyways, just, you know, kind of put that in perspective now. Now, heart disease, you know, one thing at this conference, we had, well, you know, heart disease every 20 seconds. Someone's having a heart attack in America, right? And uh, number two cause of death in America, right? Heart disease. Number one is still Western med medicine side effects and errors, right, from, from Western care and side effects of drugs. Two is heart disease. Three is uh, cancer. Four is stroke. Hold on. Wait, wait. Did you just say that the number one killer in America might be your doctor? Uh, might be your doctor and the medications that are prescribing or the errors also that are occurring uh, due to factory medicine now. We call it factory medicine because yeah. people are coming in and right. they're just, you know, it's just so many. I mean, and unfortunately, most doctors are just overwhelmed. They're just seeing so many people because the insurance companies are pushing them. So when we look at heart disease, we have, uh, we had a great doctor there and his name is Baxter Montgomery. Hopefully going to have him on the show. He's a cardiologist in Houston and he has like severe, severe heart disease patients coming in. They were showing patients coming in with even 10% ejection fraction. Your heart needs to have like 65% or more to be really super healthy and how mm. it pumps. And then what happens is when they get lower than 40, they have heart failure. They're on these drugs, diuretics, blood pressure medicines, all these you know heart, heart pumping drugs. When it gets to 10%, they actually have a pump that goes inside the person's heart to give it the medicine directly to keep it pumping. He can put people on a whole foods plant-based diet and he has a actually a plant-based diet in his clinic. So patients go, he stabilizes them medically with all the wonderful medicines that we have conventionally. And then he puts them on this diet. And then guess what? Within four to six months, that ejection fraction, that patient went already from 10% up to 40%, which is now almost borderline of getting to the little bit of a normal function. Yeah, so, and then you still have vascular too, right? You're looking at dilation and there's a factor of when it opens up on hydraulics that you get, a, there's a, a multiplier. Right. Yeah. Every time you open, you know, open the vessel radius, it's to the power of four. So every time it goes up, you know, f you know, exponentially four times, there's more blood flow. Also, the, the opposite occurs. So when it shrinks, when people have heart disease, remember, high animal protein, high cholesterol, high inflammation. So for every 1% of cholesterol above the normal, there's increased 1% risk of erectile dysfunction. What? Yeah. yeah. So we can see that's why when we see all these people like, hey, I got a cholesterol problem. And then also, I'm not only taking my statin, I'm taking my, my Viagra type of drug. It's because the, you know, that's the canary in the coal mine, as we always like to say. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so, so another reason to eat more plants is that you need to have more of the uh, natural antioxidants to produce the nitric oxide naturally and to help reduce the vascular flow. You know, only thing that's been shown to actually reverse that means reverse the actual plaque in the coronary arteries is a whole foods plant-based diet. And within six months, we can see changes on angiogram. And we've had wonderful cases where we've been able to reverse all vessel disease in patients just through diet alone. Dean Ornish, many other people have been shown that Esselstyn, everybody else has been, showing, uh, been able to show that. So now uh, coming after this short break, we want to start talking about other things like proteins. We want to talk a little bit about um, inflammation and uh, just continue on with this discussion. Again, uh, we want to thank our sponsor for helping us move forward, uh, which is Glucan 300. Uh, if you go to purebetaglucan.com, again, support those people who look at evidence practices, how to keep your immune system strong. Again, on our website, we will have all the research there. You can look at it comparing to all different products out there. Again, uh, purebetaglucan.com. Go to that and get some 
uh, I take it every morning. It works for me and it works for our patients very well. All right, so after we come back, we're going to carry on this discussion with Theo Hansen, and we're going to get a little bit more into protein, a little bit into carbohydrates, and we'll finally end up on what kind of daily diet you should be eating and how much. We'll be back after this short break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit Fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diets, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at S-A-N-J-E-V-A-N-I dot net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. We're back here. We're talking about life-changing breakthrough information, whole foods, plant-based diet. I can't say enough about it. There was three days of conference with just world-class uh, physicians, researchers, scientists, uh, dietitians, um, that I recently attended, and so I wanted to share again. Every five grams of fiber, you decrease your cancer mortality 18%. You know, 100% whole grains have been shown to reverse and improve cardiovascular disease. Everybody's worried about whole grains uh, or grains in general. Um, no, my, read my book, An Inflammation Nation, you'll get all the data there. What you want to do is eat whole grains, not refined grains. 
whole grains are important because you know you maintain a lot of the beneficial aspects that you're losing. So for example, when you have a refined grain, you lose 80 to 90 percent of fiber. You lose 70, 80, 70 to 80 percent of the vitamins and minerals, and you also lose 95 percent of the most important phyto plant, as you can see around me, nutrients. So you really want to get whole grains. You actually want to see you know, whole grain breads or sprouted grain breads. But the more refined, if it goes from a whole to a, like a, um, a whole cut or then a rolled and then a shredded and a ground and a flaked and then finally a puffed, the more that is refined, then you're just losing that. So even if you say, well, I'm eating you know, whole, whole puffed rice or kamut flakes or something, again, no, you want to go back to the real whole grains itself in your foods. So let's talk about proteins. You know, everybody's talking about protein today. Everybody wants things that you need to have more protein. And one of the things that we look at is, you know, the amount of protein. Can you get enough protein in your diet? <laughs> what do you think there? You know, adequate, adequate protein, you know, according to science, which we like to use. Science. Uh, science, you know, which is kind of scary for many people, unfortunately, these days. Um, adequate protein is about 0.5 to 0.8 grams per kilogram per day. And most right. vegans, most plant-based people, believe it or not, get 1.5 to 2.0 grams per kilogram today. So there's really no need for actually any, any additional um, uh, protein for energy intake to get your essential amino acids and stuff like that. Um, and in fact, you know, the average person needs about, you know, males can have, you know, 50, 50, 60 grams of male uh, uh, and then about 35 to 40 grams of fiber. Now, if you're calculating your fiber, this is a simple thing to, to know. If you're calculating your fiber and you have, um, say you calculate, the average American's having 7 to 12 grams of fiber a day. So if you calculate your fiber, what you want to do is you don't want to just go to 40 tomorrow. You, you won't like it. Your stomach won't like it. You'll have horrible gas and cramps. What you want to do is you want to go up about 5 grams per, per week. Right? So just remember, these are lifestyle changes. But realistically, in your lifestyle, you don't want to be the one in two men that have cancer coming in your lifetime and one in three women that have cancer in their lifetime. All right? So yeah. protein. And, you know, is there any difference between animal protein and plant proteins? Uh, endless. Uh, as, we, as we go through that, because you just touched on something just as a stat, and I'll be glad to share this with a link for listeners, is that for breast cancer, which is something I care a lot about, as, as, a, as, a, as a lot of people know, I'm a cancer patient advocate and a researcher, but there's a for every 20 grams of, of fiber, and this isn't like powdered fiber, like you're not taking Metamucil or some <laughs> of their brand. We're talking about eating the whole thing, getting the real source, because there's elements that are on there that, that, that belong there. Um, there's a 50% reduction in breast cancer. And, uh, and again, I'll send the link on that because I think it's super important. But yes, there's a difference in protein. And what's probably more important is what comes along with that protein. So when you eat a plant-based protein, first of all, you don't need to supplement. You're getting sufficient. We're a, we're a protein-dominant society that just thinks that somehow protein makes you better. Yet, throughout history, every, every, like, every uh, standing army, they always did not eat an animal-based protein diet because they knew that that would actually slow them down and make them less athletic and their performance would be compromised. Uh, but it's, it's, the, it's what you eat with, that comes with that protein is looking at the way that those saturated, monounsaturated, and, and trans fatty acids are. It's really it's a fatty acid situation that we come back to when we look at animal-based proteins. They're actually poisonous by definition animal based proteins are poison you can say it a different way i know but that but you know, poison. The, funny, the funny thing is like when you think about you know protein uh, even gladiators when we think of like you know the fighting in the romans all the gladiators were eating grains yeah. 
It's only the people in the stands who are unhealthy, who weren't fighting for eating the animal protein. But it's, you know, the perception has been flipped that we think that everybody, but remember, animal proteins are pro-inflammatory. Go back and listen to the shows, the anti-inflammatory diet, the first, the first one, and go back and understand you know, what, what you can do to reduce your inflammation naturally, like taking things like Bosmeric uh, SR. Go to bosmeric.com to learn more about that or read my book, An Inflammation, and you can get that at an inflammation nation. Yep. Com as well. But more importantly, you know, plant foods are anti-inflammatory. Now, one thing about animal protein is that animal protein stimulates insulin growth factor, particularly dairy protein. Right. And we now know that cancer cells have 10 to 12 times more insulin receptors. Wonderful studies showing that the more dairy you, you eat, if a cancer cell is already present in the body, which it, it is usually a lot of times, you know, throughout the year, we have certain cancers that are developing and our immune system is taking it out and repairing and fixing. But if, with this excess, it actually stimulates the growth because, you know, there's 10 to 12 times more insulin receptors. So we know that dairy does not do the body good. Uh, it does not improve bone density. It actually does the opposite, opposite of what we've been told. Uh, and so we have to be careful because a lot of people are like trying to say, hey, I need to eat more cottage cheese. What about the Budwig diet? Or I need to eat more, you know, I need to have more dairy for my bones. And, you know, many doctors will say, hey, you need more calcium for your bones. This is a very, very bad type of food. You know, one thing that they brought up at the conference is like when we're consuming other types of proteins, you know, wolf protein has 12 times more protein than human milk. Okay, cow protein has three times more protein than human milk. Why is that? It's because they grow faster. Human milk actually has the smallest protein amount than all the other mammals. It's only 1.2%, right? So why is that? Because we grow very slow. We're not like, you know, within, you know, a few weeks, we're 2,500 pounds. Well, hopefully not. I mean, maybe some parts of America, we might be getting there. But we have to be careful. So a lot of people are like, why are we consuming? And now they showed studies with early child height, you know, height and growth, you know, drinking right. a glass of milk a day, put them at a higher risk of actually getting breast cancer and other cancers as they're adults, just because of this growing effect. Okay, yes. that affects all sorts of endocrine, hypothalamic, pituitary, immunological aspects. So we definitely want to avoid having animal proteins, uh, particularly dairy, particularly if you're a cancer patient, right? Oh, but yeah, everybody should yeah. be. You know? But it's because, because IGF, by the way, is, it's insulin growth, insulin growth factor. I mean, we're talking about like something that they, if you have cancer, you should stay far away from, but homocysteine and higher choline, carnitine, all these are like, uh, the, and your colon, they get, con like when you're trying to digest them, they get converted to TMO. And so as a TMO, the microbiome promotes cardiac disease, ischemia, heart, uh, stroke, uh, uh, prostate cancer. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah, talk about the prostate cancer because, you know, that's oh. great data, you know, because men, you know, this is near and dear to men, breast cancer for women, uh, both of them share colon cancer, but prostate cancer for men, you know, it's very important because everybody thinks, again, I'm a man, I need to eat more protein. It's kind of like this, you know, very masculine thing to do. Uh, but uh, prostate cancer and the treatments for prostate cancer is very demasculinizing because of the side effects, you know, um, radiation, surgery, uh, hormone blockers, erectile dysfunction, and urinary incontinence issues. So if that's not scary enough, to make you eat better, I you know I don't know what else would make someone eat better. Knowing that that's not the way to go because most of those patients, you know, their quality of life does change, and we can prove it. So, talk a little bit about the prostate cancer studies and what happened when people ate plant-based. Yeah. So, uh, and again, I'll share a link uh, with audience so you guys can get a, a, the perspective of two sides of the spectrum uh, from early stage and also late stage prostate, because a lot of times we think that things haven't been studied, but Dr. Dean Ornish uh, moved forward and did a, uh, in 2005, I think it was, did a, uh, started a prostate cancer study up to 12 and 15. And what they find is that if you take and reduce protein intake to down to 10% of your calories, 
that, that prostate cancer will reverse. It literally, if you eat a whole foods, plant-based diet, devoid of animal protein, and you reduce the protein amount, and this was across any, anybody in the study group, and then outside in the control, the, those folks who were able to just eat whatever they wanted to eat all had to have surgical intervention but not the ones who were compliant on his side of it. And the update still holds true. And that's on early stage. We also see it in late stage as well. So uh, I think that his work was groundbreaking. And yet when you talk to an oncologist, they tell you about what you eat doesn't matter. Right. But, it, but we, we do know. And then even, you know, what we do in our practice is then we go further. We say, we put you on a whole food plant-based diet, number one. We want to check to see what foods trigger inflammatory responses like food sensitivities, IgE, IgG4 is immediate and delayed. Something happens within an hour, something happens right. four days later. We look at your microbiome. We want to see, you know, your good probiotics, bad probiotics, small intestinal bowel overgrowth, candida, parasites, you know, inflammation, leaky gut. We can restore all those functions, right? Through diet and natural supplementation if need be. And then nutri nutritional evaluation. We want to look at like, you know, what is your antioxidants, your phytonutrients? Now, one thing we always hear is that plant-based people need B12, right? We're deficient in B12. So one thing I've been looking at is we took a six-year review of all our charts because we're doing nutrition testing on everybody for uh, the last 15 years. And we look at, you know, it tests like B vitamins, folate, and you know, all the Bs and antioxidants and minerals and stuff. And believe it or not, since, since the ketogenic paleo uh, diet is really popular now. Every single patient that I've seen now that we've tested, it's not just, oh, someone's vegan and they're not getting the B12, right, in the diet. Because remember, B12 comes from microorganisms, which then are then consumed by the animal, which we're not eating because we don't consume as much of the, the dirt or the microorganisms as we used to. However, um, those patients who come in who are complete paleo and keto, they're just as nutrient deficient. Why? Because the animal that they're eating is not eating its vegetarian diet, mm -hmm. right? So, so it's no longer you are what you eat, is you are what you eat is eating. And 97%, 97%, 97% of American animal protein is factory farmed. So that's So, so that's just you know everybody thinks like oh I'm getting some kind of grass fed finish and some organic. This they're not doing that at every meal. Every time they go out to a restaurant, every time they're getting something at the big box factory store or whatever. So, so again, nutritional deficiencies all over. But you need to have everything that's behind me here for those people who are listening. You have this wonderful basket of blueberries and raspberries and mangoes and and bell peppers and squashes and 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 kale and chard and asparagus and potatoes and tomatoes. I mean these are the, the you you know, peas, these are the, all the legumes and grains and even avocados as a healthy fat. These are the things that people should be eating very liberally, as much organic as possible. For those people who don't understand the difference between organic and non-organic, go back and listen to our show about organic and GMOs and glyphosate. That was a great episode that we talked with Dr. Zach Bush. You'll learn a lot about the microbiome and understanding why our guts are all disrupted now by eating such things. In fact, uh, United States Department of Agriculture, I'll put it in the uh, notes right now for, for uh, folks on Facebook, but they say that two out of every five Americans is flirting on being deficient in B12. And yet, that, that's wait, hold on, that doesn't make sense. I thought only vegetarians and vegans were low because the, the math isn't adding up. Math doesn't add up, right? Like, right. and it actually, and we don't need as much B12 when you're not eating a lot of an animal diet. You don't, you don't require to have as much in order to do the, the job it needs to do. So we all have to look at supplementation because we've ruined our soil. That's a, that's our fact. Is we're just not getting it. We're not, we're not, we don't have like the Zach Bush's. You know, we don't, we're not protecting the, the microbiome of the soil. 
Right. So when we come back after this short break, we know what we want to talk about is certain take homes. What can you do easily? How much should you eat it? Uh, these are things that you can take and make your food the medicine. At the end of the day, food is medicine and supplements supplement the diet. They never replace the diet. Right. So when we look at recommendations, we like the things that are targeted therapies that are added to this wonderful diet. Then you can have improved outcomes. All right, everybody. So hang on. After this short break, we're going to come back with now new lifestyle changes that you can take home and put in today's dinner and lunch and breakfast tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution, supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C.com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Fivita's all-natural organic hemp oil extracts represent our commitment to creating products that embody the best that nature has to offer. Find your balance with a return to traditional whole plant medicine with our line of premium organic hemp oil for daily active health so you can get back to feeling your best. Visit fivita.com to learn more. That's P-H-I-V-I-D-A.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Wow, what a show this has been. Uh, great information. I hope you're all enjoying this as much as me. And I hope you know you can look at eventually the listeners go back and look at the background on my on my on my green screen. It's beautiful. I think that's what you should be on your plate every day. You know, reversal of heart disease we can happen. You know, re reduction and reversal of and now there's even the not only improving your microbiome but lowering your colon cancer rate significantly. Just within two weeks, you can start changing that. Now we have studies showing colon polyps reversal with plant-based diets. You know, one thing we want to talk about real quick is diabetes. Diabetes now prevalent, 70% of the population having some kind of insulin-resistant obesity, diabetes risk. And we now know that, you know, 20, uh, sorry, 84% of the American population that has diabetes is on 
uh, medications. 16% are, are uncontrolled. They're not on any kind of medication. And now there's 12 types of medications out there for diabetes. Yet, we know that when you go on a whole food plant-based diet, you can pretty much reverse this if you have a physician that's guiding you. That's what we do in our clinic. And the other people do that around the world, like Furman and McDougal's and, and you know Esselstyn's and Caldwell's and all these wonderful people out there. Um, but one of the things is just remember is that while we're stuck is because, like for example, the American uh, Diabetic Association. I mean, if you watch the movie What the Health, uh, it's a very good movie. You can get that. You know, watch it on there. What the Health? Forks over knives. These are one of our favorite ones to look at. But you know, there's ten pharmaceutical companies that have paid the American Diabetic Association. It's on their website. You know, under the corporate support on their website, is that they've given five million dollars each. So why is that? Because they still want to control and manage your disease. They, want, they don't want you to reverse it. And we want you to reverse it. We want to be free of as much medications and be on the least amount of supplementations that you want and be spending as much money on your diet, lifestyle, environment, and belief system. We want to change your epigenetics. You know, we've been doing a program that, for, that we'll have available if you want to go to thevitaprotocol.com and look at that. It's free, free um, uh, download and you can then learn about if you have cancer or any kind of chronic disease and you want to join a program, we'll, we'll take you through 12 weeks of epigenetic changes, diet, lifestyle, environment, belief system, you know, all the testing that we talked about and coaching, how to get you there. So whatever you're doing, you'll be in a better state of health. Please do that. Go to thevitaprotocol.com. So Theo, what else do we want to tell our, our listeners today? I mean, there's a lot of information we covered, diabetes, heart disease. We talked about colon cancer. We talked about breast cancer. We talked about, you know, inflammation. We talked about microbiome. Right. And yeah. I think there's, there's three things I always tell everybody. If anybody says you should be eating a ketogenic diet, paleo diet or whatever, or even just a Mediterranean diet, then there's three things that they don't know. They don't understand inflammation. They don't understand the immune system and they don't understand the microbiome. End of discussion. Right. So it's, 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 it's that simple. It's no longer uh, having an argument that this protein is better. That's lacking amino acids. That's not complete. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. It's like you either understand fact or fiction, and, and that's it. And you either, you either understand microbiome, inflammation, and the immune system. And if you don't, then the argument's like, I don't even have the discussion anymore. Because I'm like, those providers are not educated, and they're actually ignorant and complicit in your disease. Yeah, it's either because they're super busy and there's no space in, in the current uh, business model for them to, to continue their education, or they're, they're being irresponsible and they're not, they're not going through. There's been so many studies. You look at Predimed, um, for those who ate uh, greater than or equal to 57 grams a day of, of animal compared to those who ate like 25 grams, uh, there was a 28% increase in heart failure mortality. I mean, like, yeah. like that's Predimed. That's, that, that, this, this is a, a massive study that nobody's arguing was like somehow poorly constructed. And 57 grams a day, I only wish Americans ate that. They eat yeah. way more. I know. They that. eat about 100, 120, 140 grams of animal protein. That's why we have kidney disease. And that's why like we have certain places like here in yeah. Albuquerque, we have like, you know, DaVita corporations, which are large dialysis corporations that run basically almost everything in our city because they're looking yeah. at how do we end up plugging people in and then billing the government. You know, we we have to look at is is always looking at how to take back your health. That's what the show is about. It's about empowerment. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to live in a in a good neighborhood. You can speak a different language. You can live in low income housing. You can I mean all these foods that I have here back behind me, if you can see this, you know, vegetables, grains, legumes are pennies on the dollar. Beans and legumes you can get you know, dried. You can go to local farmers market. You don't have to go to the fancy Whole Foods. Just go to local co-op. Go to local farm. You know, and now there's all these online delivery systems that deliver these foods to you. So if you live somewhere rural, a box will come, and you can wow. get those things. I want to just talk real quickly. You know, so when we say that the recommendations now are ten or more servings of vegetables and fruit a day. 
So you need to be having at least three servings of legumes. Legumes are like beans and lentils. So you can have, and a serving is like a half a cup of legumes, right? Beans or lentils, uh, some tofu if you want, organic, obviously, you know, a, a cup of fresh peas or sprouted lentils or peas, you know, two tablespoons of a nut butter. So that's like three servings of legumes, okay? Three servings of whole grains. A serving is about a half a cup of cooked grains. So you can have quinoa, millet, sorghum, you know, brown rice. I have brown rice. I have red rice. I have jade rice. I have forbidden rice. I have black rice. I have, I mean, there's so many different rices. People are like, oh, I thought there was only white rice. <laughs> it's like, you, you got to explore this. Remember, yeah. you know, so there's a lot of cool things. You need one to two servings a day of, of seeds and nuts. So two ounces of nuts, if you're eating like a trail mix or snack, or one ounce of a nut butter. Okay. You want to avoid refined carbohydrates and sugary sweets, right? So avoid sugar, uh, uh, sodas at all costs, sugars, you know, cookies, candies, donuts, you know, white flowers, all you can eat breadsticks, you know, pull aparts, all those kind of things, you know, just generic white rice at a restaurant. Avoid this, but you can have all the whole grains, complex carbohydrates are okay. And so if you just start off with those things, making the whole food plant-based diet your foundation, and then looking at something like, how do I increase my immune system? Well, take a Glucan 300, make sure your vitamin D levels are in the optimum range between 50 and 100. If not, take a little bit more with your largest meal, making sure that you're taking a probiotic, making sure your microbiome is good. If it's off, get that tested. Look for foods that may be triggering because you can still have a sensitivity to a plant. You know, if you still have any kind of inflammation, take in a natural clinically tested uh, anti-inflammatory like Bosmeric SR. Um, for more information about all these things that I'm talking about and also all the data, go to inflammationnation.com uh, and get a, get a signed copy of the book. I'll be glad to sign it and send it to you. Um, Thea, what else do you want to talk about before we end the show today? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw it in to, uh, for those who are on, following us on Facebook as well. Just as a, as a going out thought, good, better, and best, gold standard, the AHS2 study, the Adventus 2 study, looking at 89,224 people. It's a lot of people. Uh, if I try and eat a lot less animal, just that little move is 28% reduction in diabetes, 23% reduction in hypertension. I only eat fish, no beef. It's a 51 and 38% reduction. I only eat eggs, 61, 55% reduction. But wait for it. Here it comes. Plant-based healthy vegans, 78% reduction in diabetes and 75% reduction in hypertension. Or you can try to take that statin pill that only works for 2% of the population or take the diabetes medication or you can waste your life. It's up to you, but that's the good, better, and best. And where was keto in that? Nowhere to be found because it doesn't belong there because keto rhymes with crap. So if you're right. talking about a keto diet, eat your crap diet. Because keto is actually worse than the standard American diet. So anybody who's saying, uh, it's actually worse. So again, remember, yeah. it's, it's, it was a 28% increase in morbidity and mortality all over. And then, yes, diet, and then you, know, you got this reduction if you eat plant-based. So again, you don't want to get worse than the standard American diet, but that's what people are doing. It's a fad. Don't follow it. Don't be fooled. You know, remember Atkins 20 years ago. I mean, this is all reinvention paleo. Then they're trying to make themselves sound a little bit more intelligent, trying to sound like ketones. One thing we need to know for all the cancer patients there who are trying to starve their cancer from their highly refined sugars, which is true, right? You want to eat complex carbohydrates. But one thing is that ketones have been shown to fuel cancer growth and tumor growth and metastasis. That's been published data. So don't think that you're just going to starve your cancer. Cancer will change its metabolism and sneak up two and a half times more growth and 10 times more metastasis to lung on the ketogenic diet. So everybody, you know, it's been a great show. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's been a quick run through. I'm going to have the next couple of weeks, a lot of interesting physicians and scientists that we saw at this conference. I'm going to try to get them on the show so we can talk about other things. We're talking about other aspects outside of the diet. Oh, we're going to have wonderful, wonderful information. I want to thank you all again for supporting us. Uh, go to sanjevni.net 
S-A-N-J-E-V-A-N-I.net. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, and if you have any questions, send us an email at radio, R-A-D-I-O, at Sanjevani, S-A-N-J-E-V-A-N-I.net. And I'll be glad to review it and read it, uh, the answer on the air or the question on the air on, on future episodes. And Theo, do you have anything else to say to the wonderful listeners out there? Uh, what you eat matters. Yeah. What you eat matters. Food matters. Uh, remember, food is medicine. And I'm Dr. Snail Pie here at Take Back Your Health. Uh, we will see you next week, every Monday here at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard, 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Please share this video. Please have as many people join the movement here, the food revolution. Again, thanks again and best of health. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Now?